This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gonna be honest, don't really know what I'm doing. He was often a player that I would buy on Football Manager. That's it's already a terrible reason. From Jon Snow, Matt puts Dan's wardrobe to shame. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Look at him, the cat that got the cream. Ian Tyler said it was the worst thing he'd ever seen in his life. Monk, really, he's, what's he, I know Monk. he's manager. What kind of thing is Gary Monk. Five out of ten. I know, I haven't finished yet. I cannot believe Gabby Abonahor's That's crazy, that. That's isn't terrible. it? Yeah, we may well have lost listeners early doors again with a long, long-winded intro. Go, shoot. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View with me, Dan Bardell, and this isn't Tom Julian sat next to me today. For those of you, I think it was August when Tom was away or sometime earlier in the season. Can you remember? I think it was pre-September. Pre-September? Just before we went on, on that run. Okay, so you can tell by those tones that's definitely not Tom Jul- Julian. He's pulled out... Last minute, I think some work's actually been dropped on him, so he's unable to do the podcast this week. So we've shifted it a day earlier and drafted in the best super sub since Big Marlon, Chris which Dolan. Is, which is pretty harsh, I thought. No, that, Marlon's that a right? legend okay. around the podcast area, as you as you better, know. He's a better, legend on the Villa View podcast. Better Marlon than uh, Jordan Barry. Jordan Barry, yeah, he wasn't the best sub that. in the world. It'd be nice for you to come and everything was a, a bit more positive, but once again... We've lost a game, you know, and there I'm, seems to be a bit of a, a bit of negativity around. I'm pretty. I'm still pretty positive. Yeah, I've got to say. Yeah, I mean, if if somebody had said to me um, defeat on Saturday against Peterborough, yeah, and you'll beat Forest at the weekend, I'd have taken it. Oh, it's just the well. manner of, of of the defeat. You know, you can kind of accept it sometimes when when one of these teams from the, the lower league come and. They hit you on on the counter attack, and it's a it's a freak goal. It's off somebody's knee, but they absolutely battered us. And I think it was it was more the manner of the defeat that's upset everybody. Yeah, um, that's probably fair. And you know, Bruce has sort of post match was sort of saying about throwing in too many youngsters, but that team was still on paper was pretty good to me, and should have had more than enough to beat to beat Peterborough. See, I said before the game that actually I had a bad feel. I ended up having a bad feeling about it. I was pretty confident going into it, but then as the as the Saturday came and the day wore on, I had a bad feeling because Peterborough, they didn't, it was, that was their first choice side pretty much 
I believe, I mean, my knowledge of Peterborough isn't fantastic, but I believe that was their full strength side. So they've been playing together every week. Villa have put out a team. If you put put a team out of players who've never really played together week in, week out, it's going to be a disjointed performance and you'll look all over the place yeah. defensively, yeah. which we did. So I think that that's a factor. But I agree with you that I think that team that Bruce put out, that should have been good enough to, to hold their own. I mean, I think they've let Bruce down a little yeah, bit, the players. Have, well, apart from possibly the likes of Jed Steer. Jed Steer had a, an absolute was, blinder. And every time he comes in. I mean, you talk about players that don't play. When was the last time Jed Steer played? Uh, probably the last time we had a cup game in and, September. And how well did he play? Yeah, he's a he's a good understudy. I think he's I mean? as good at understudy as Actually, you could hope yeah. for. Yeah, and as you've said in before, the you've, you've um, alluded to the fact that if Johnson was to get snapped up um, either now or in the summer, that you'd happily see Steer come in as a number one. And on that performance, you can't really argue because he was he was superb. One thing I say is kicking isn't as consistent or good yeah, but as can, Johnston, but he can be worked can, on that. You can work on that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's stuff you can you can work on. John Terry came. Back in and obviously looked a bit rusty. He's not played mm. played for two months, but the game served a purpose for him in that it was good to give him yeah, I think a him run and, out, out away from the spotlight in the league. I think with, with with him and Green, it was just a fitness yeah exercise. Yeah, Green in particular. Um, but how does John Terry feel going in and getting battered by? Oh, he was annoyed by Peterborough. He didn't look happy. I mean, you know, that's got to hurt. That's that's, that's got to be more of an embarrassment, really, for, for someone of his stature getting getting schooled by. By a League One team, I think Chelsea got knocked out either last season or the season Bradford. before by someone that they Bradford shouldn't have done. So I think he played in that game, so he's probably accustomed to it now. And we, as Villa, I mean, wrongly or rightly, we're quite accustomed to being knocked out by mm. lower league teams. Now it's happened a lot since the, in the Paul Lambert era. Since Paul Lambert, I, I feel think, like it, and during it's happened a lot. I think yesterday was the five-year anniversary of the Bradford. Bradford, yeah, I don't. That see, that's a. Getting knocked out of that 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 hurt Raider. me. Yeah, but our, our, our you know our golden chance of silverware. Yeah, but and we blew it. Yeah, but sad day. And I've took a lot of stick for this. I don't think I maybe explained myself as clearly as I could have done. I went to the game. I paid my money. Obviously, I've come come from London. I want Villa to win every football match that they're that. playing. Yeah. Obviously, I'm making an effort to go there. Whatever, whatever people think, I've made a big effort to get to that game. Paid for my ticket like every everyone else, and paid for my fuel from London. Yeah. But when we got knocked out, I wasn't actually that disappointed because realistically, when I look back, we aren't going to win the FA Cup. No. There's no way we're going to win the FA Cup. If our first team came up against any half-decent Premier League side, I think we'd get beaten. I don't know whether you feel the same. You just just can never tell in cup games. I'd be surprised if we didn't. Yeah, I think on the whole, yeah, we probably would have... Drawing a tougher, a tougher, um, a tougher draw in the next round, and, and probably got put out. But um, it's just, it's just a manner of, of the defeat. Yeah, and, I get and that. Like, and like we spoke about it, just kind of like it just put a pin in the balloon of of our of our um, our positivity after Bristol. Do you it think shouldn't it shouldn't? Do be you think there's an overreaction? Oh yeah, but that's football fans for you. That's just what we do. Not just Villa fans. That's football, that's football fans. fans. I guarantee you, you know. Amongst ourselves, we kind of grumble amongst ourselves, and we grumble about the fans who, who, um, and Bruce obviously has has alluded to the fact that um, that we're only one game away from a crisis. But yeah. you know, if you scroll, if you talk to any football fans, if you scroll through other football fans' Twitter accounts and other football club Twitter accounts, you see some of the comments. It's the same. It's the same. Like yeah. I've heard fans wanting Klopp out, fans <laughs> want Mourinho out. Um, you know, um, Pochettino went through a little bit of a of a. Of a bumpy face. Surely there. no one ever wanted him out there. No, but there was a few Spurs fans that were grumbling, you know, and it, it happens. Um, and it's no one's given right to win every game of football. And um, 
I would just like to know what what the Villa fans, those that complain, I'd just like to know what they actually, what their expectations actually are to go to go the season unbeaten. Well, or what, 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 what's their what's their view on that? I can tell you that for I mean I've tried to take I've been I don't know, you, you you've seen I've been absolutely pelted on Twitter yeah. for what for what I said. I mean it got about two hundred and fifty likes, three hundred likes. So I'm presuming that there's people that agree with what I'm saying about not being too upset because I don't think we're ever going to win it. And I think we need to concentrate on the league and we don't need the distraction. But there's obviously FA Cup traditionalists that want to see you. Want to see you progress. Want to see a good cup run. And some people, to be fair, pointed back to the fact that the best day we've had as a Villa fan recently would have been that Liverpool yeah, semi-final yeah. in the FA Cup, yeah. and that's correct. But to me, it's a different. It's a different time. If we're in the Premier League, yes, yeah. have a go, have a good go at going for the cup. I think that's the right the right thing to do. And there's Premier League teams that don't have a go. So well, many weakened Arsenal. teams. Yeah, I mean, can you believe that? Well, yeah, I can believe it with Arsenal. But the one cup that's, that's kept his job. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he blows it. Well, I think he thought, again, I think he probably Arrogance. thought that team he's put out is good enough to beat Forrest, and it, and it wasn't. No. And obviously we can, we'll go on to talk mm-hmm. about Forrest, but we're in the championship now for me. I don't, I don't, we don't, we took the League Cup not that seriously. I don't remember there being too many complaints, although the League Cup's not as prestigious as the FA Cup. But then I, on the flip side, the League Cup's the last thing that we've won mm. in 1996. All those years ago, so I get I get the people are upset, and, I, and it is it is upsetting the way the FA Cup has been devalued, and perhaps now I'm guilty of devaluing it as well. I probably I probably am guilty of that, but I just think when you're a Championship side, you've got so many games to come, so many week midweek games and stuff. You don't need. I mean, like for example, if we'd have drawn, last thing we need is a replay. And now, to be honest, from the other side as well, Bruce has put the reserve the reserves in, and they've shown that they're not good enough to beat Peterborough. So if we're going to play a reserve side all the way through, it, in my mind, it's probably best we're out now. Yeah. Well, you look at Lansbury's pass, which was, which was beautiful, and O'Hare at 1-0. And all he's got to do is dink it over the keeper. He scores that. Yeah, it's a good save. Win it. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, did, we didn't do enough. And, and what upset me was, was, was the stats, and it was they had 20 shots on our goal or 20 oh. shots at our goal. Um, As someone who was there, I can tell you categorically <laughs> there was no way we deserved to win that no. game. So Even fair, play, fair play to Peterborough. It is what it is. It happens, and I'm still on a high. I'm still very happy after Bristol. I'm still very confident. Um, and with John Terry coming back, Andre Green coming back, um, players like Adoma, Chester, Snowgrass rested. Yeah, they've had a rest, yeah. haven't they? Horan uh, didn't have a rest. That no, was quite surprising. I, he was the one player. Horan starting for me was was the big was the big surprise. Do you think that made sense? No, because he's been our he's been our key our key man in the midfield. I think this season. Because if you're resting all the others, I mean, I know we had a game off recently when he was on the bench. I think it was Brentford. I yeah. can't remember if he came on or not, but he definitely started on the bench. If you're resting everyone else, what do you think that says that he's that he's well, not being rested? Be, you, you could be a bit of a you know because you need you do need no matter who no matter what what players play from from your under 23s or or from your reserves you need one or two experienced players yeah. in there so that could be that could be um that could be a sign that Bruce sees him as the main man in the middle to I think he carry should. on I think he should I carry think. the likes of, of O'Hare and 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 Doyle Hayes, Hayes through the game not that he well, yeah I, was play, I thought but, we might see yeah. him um, but uh, you know I would if I was Connor I'd probably be 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 me ticket as a as a as a form of flattery, a compliment. Yeah, yeah. To me, he's the first name on the team sheet in midfield, central midfield. He's the first name oh, on the team by sheet. By far, by far. Yeah. He's the most consistent for me. Especially if we have Yadnak, gives him the license to go forward. Yeah, he played. He played well against Bristol City, and I tweeted out as well that he 
He's a lot of work he does goes and seen his defensive game. If you look from twelve months ago, his defensive game. Oh, he's and, and he's had to be at times. Of his defensive game is so good now. We just need to find the balance of getting him forward because he will score goals. Yeah. If he's allowed the license to come forward, but his defensive game has been brilliant. One last all season. thing. I mean, I don't want to dwell on Peter too much. I oh, know we've got to talk about it because it's but, the only thing that's happened since the last podcast. But that defense. I mean, that that defense was dreadful. Just as a as a back four, I mean, it was it was awful, wasn't it? I mean, what's, the defending Bree, wasn't good all day. What's Bree doing playing? I can't not Bree, if I'm being honest. I know he shouldn't be playing there. What's he doing playing there? He shouldn't be playing centre-back. He's not what's, a centre-back. What's he going to learn? I would have thought Dilat would have been the better option at well, centre-back or play one of the kids next likewise, to Terra. Likewise. Elfit was on the bench as well. I mean, let, let me say, Dilat and Tyler did not have good afternoons. No. Going forward or defensively, they both looked really uncomfortable, which was a shame. Seems to have fallen down. Yeah, it's weird. Because he, he was our... Mr. Consistent last year, towards the end of last season, he um, he was the first the first name in the team sheet for me. Defensively, he's very very good. I think at times we struggle a bit coming forward with him because he's not the best going forward. But defensively, I don't think you'll find a better fullback in the in the league probably. But saying that, he, I don't think he's been as good as he was last season, and I can't put my finger on what it is. But I don't think he's been as good as he was in that second half of last no, season he when hasn't. he came in. He hasn't. And Hutton, when Hutton plays left back, we seem to win for yeah. some reason. I don't know yeah. what that reason is. But we seem to do better with Hudson <laughs> at left backs. It's bizarre. He just seems to he just seems to keep on granting out performances. When yeah. you think he's finished, I wouldn't surprise me if he got a new contract. He just you know he just and he would be deserved. And, yeah, you can't knock him. You know, and I was someone that was slating him. Well, we all we all did we all did because he wasn't he wasn't glamorous. He wasn't you know he wasn't um, he wasn't that sort of modern modern fullback that we all want to see. But yeah. um, you look at his at, at his run for uh, Bjornsson's goal. Yeah, the other way, Marauds forward and plays a beautiful ball through and. You, you know, you, you can't knock him for that at all. No, he's, he's probably been in our top three players this season. I'll talk to Dan Rollinson. Love the same score goal. I love the same score. I'd I mean, be shocked you, if we ever saw that. Could you imagine the, 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 uh, the uh, applause he'd get? Can you uh, imagine it would be more than, more than applause. Applause is putting it politely, I think. He's it loved. It would be brilliant. It would be brilliant. He's loved by many in the whole ten, that, that's for sure. Just going back to the page began, the goals that we conceded and, and stuff, and just a general overview of the game. So we went 1-0 up. Keenan Davies scored and we looked we've got we got off to a fairly decent start. Actually they looked dangerous, but we looked reasonably dangerous for the first fifteen twenty. Yeah. As well. And then we for whatever reason and the Peterborough players have said this Villa Villa sat back and invited us onto them. We just couldn't get out of our own half. Every time Peterborough came forward they looked like they'd score. Steer made three or four really good saves in the first half. And second half as well. Alone. Yeah. yeah. So then they missed more chances at the start of the second half. And then just as we started to get a foothold in the game, we just started to get a bit more confidence. Looked like we might score. That Jack Marriott pops up with a header and makes it one-one. We then think, let's make some changes. We yeah. don't. Be honest, and misses a sitter. That's an absolute sitter yeah. from a set play, yeah. and then we let in a cheap goal from a set play. You two one down, and then we decide to make it. changes. Make get Hepburn, yeah. Murphy, and Grealish. Just the lack of proactiveness worry you sometimes. It does. It does, and we've spoken about that. But then there's games where Bruce. Yeah, gets it right. I mean, against Leeds, he, he got spot on. Bring on Lansbury and Grealish. Yeah, they changed um, that game. Bristol, he got it spot on. Yeah, it was just it was it was it just all worked. But you get days where where where, where you, you try stuff and it comes off. You you'll get you'll get days where you know you'll make a sub and it'll work. You'll get days where you'll not make a sub and you you, you, you get criticised. You're, you're sort of down if you do and you're down if you don't sometimes. So um, I think it's just how he felt on the day, and I think the lack of subs. Just showed you how he really felt towards the game. And do you think he'll secretly be quite happy we're knocked out as well? No, I don't. You don't? No, because 
unfortunately, uh, he doesn't seem to like the uh, the stick he's been getting and the, and the negative no. press. Well, no one likes getting stick. I can tell um, you, I don't like getting it. No, and and unfortunately, he's with every game that goes by and every defeat that 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 comes our way. You know, it's just another excuse for the uh, the Villa faithful to. To, to sit behind their keyboards and and and, and give them give them dogs abuse and so no I don't think he, he'd be he'd be secretly happy that we that we got put out no if it'd be especially at home as well yeah that's that's true you made a very good point I thought it's like well, you know, well well you know probably your only good point yeah, for, um, well, obviously you know you bring youngsters to that game on on Saturday and I think it was yeah. kids kids for a quid wasn't it under sixteen for a quid I haven't got a clue. But it was and cheap. It's like you know, you you bring your kids along to try and get them into Villa, and, and this is Villa Park, and and look at look at our club, and look at our team, and and you sit through that. You know, are you going to want to come back? Uh, is that really going to inspire the next crop of, of fans to to walk through the turnstiles and and pay their hard earned cash? I don't think it is. No, and that argument I can get. And people people is, are complaining that about is that. So important, like you have to think about. The next crop, the young kids coming through, and you have to entertain. You have to, like, you know, it's it's sport is entertainment. Uh, unfortunately, now with with the um, with the with the money, so it's so, such a vast pot of gold at at at, at, at the end of it that um, that our focus is only on getting up, and our focus is on getting up so we can get get money into the club. It's not about winning trophies; it's, it's about making money for the club. It's a business. But that's what it is. It's a business. We're not going to win that trophy, I don't think. Even if we played our best eleven every game in the cup room, we are not going to win. What were the odds on Bristol City getting to the semi final? Like That's true. Cup? That is true. What were the odds? I mean, the league. Let's be fair though. The league cup's taken even less seriously well, than the, the FA, FA cup. cup. It's just as. I mean, Arsenal. I mean, look at it. What what team played their 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 full strength? Well, there is that, and there's also it's also worth mentioning we weren't the only scalp. Arsenal have lost. Yeah, they got battered yeah. to a team in the league below them, and essentially that's what Villa have done. Yeah. If we put in our, our, what I think would be a more sensible header. We've lost to a team that's in the league below us. Okay, we're Aston Villa. We're associated with being a Premier League side, but realistically, we're not a Premier League side. No, no, no. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Peterborough, yeah. one league below us, is the same as people Forrest. weren't that shot by Forest beating Arsenal. Really? No. Were they? No. Forest are one league below Arsenal. No. I know. I suppose Forest were at home. But we just have to realise, as a, as a set of fans, like we're not a we're not a big club anymore. Well, we're historically just, we are, yeah, but, but current day we're, we're not just not good. a big club and. And we have to realise that, and we have to realise we, we are where we are for a reason. Um, you know, mainly down to down to bad management. Um, we were talking about a few points to bring up today, and you look at players. I, I, I'll get on to it sort of slightly about Veratu and and Amavi. Yeah, they come to us. It all goes horribly wrong. They leave Villa, and they become all of a sudden they become these world class players, or, or they become these kind of European class players. Yeah. That, they're talked about and, and, and talked up and it's like well why didn't they, they do it for us just the wrong time I think the wrong time we, we brought them in at a time when we had no core and we needed a core at that point and we didn't have one yeah I mean it's got this days now where it's not enjoyable really at the minute is it it's, well, it's very stressful I found it very stressful I said to Tom last week I bumped into Tom walking to work and I said to, uh, I said to Tom it'll be nice to have a, a break from the championship this week it'll be nice just to relax yeah, I um, find it. I find it very stressful. I find it very intense. But you're not always fine. I, I've, I've, I've felt stressed for 24 yeah. years. Well, yeah. Well, there was there was periods under O'Neill and where it, well, you, you were confident going into every game, and then there was Even periods. Then I was stressed. Well, there was periods when we went down where I was just so numb to the fact that we were getting beat that I almost didn't 
you know, you just accepted yeah. it and you accepted it. But now there's so much more. There's so much writing on it now that it's not. It's not enjoy- It's not enjoyable at the minute. It's really we not enjoyable. More, we, for, we from are. my point of view, we oh, win yeah. more often than not. So I, I feel like I do enjoy it more because we tend to win games nowadays. Yeah. I think we're, because we're used to misery, I think we just think everything's miserable when in fact it isn't. If we go back to the summer, if you'd have been offered January the 9th, no, okay, right, Villa yeah. have been knocked out of both cups, but we're fifth yeah. and we're five points off, off second and they're, they're, they're catchable. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'd have taken that. I think most people would do. Especially after Cardiff away. And Wait, I'm talking. Away. I'm talking yeah. even pre-season. I would have taken that because the season last season was such a disaster. We yeah. were nowhere near it. No. So to be offered to be there in January, if you look at our, our fixtures, we've played most of the tough teams away. I actually think we're in a good position. I think there was a bit of a. I don't. I sound a bit like Steve Bruce, but I think it was a bit OTT. Some of the reaction over over Christmas. Okay. Mm. We lost a few games, but other people will lose a few games. That's what the championship's like. And if you look at the fixtures we've got well, coming forest, up, Forest away. Well, Forest has suddenly become a bit tougher. Well, you I know, think Cranker and then yeah. the win. They're, Not they're ideal. Gonna be, they're going to be buzzing, but you know. What I will say is we were saying the same about Middlesbrough, and we, and we went there and won. Yeah. So yeah. there's no reason why we can't go to Forest and win. He's not Karanka as well. He's not one of those managers that's going to come in and he's going to he's breathe inspired. life into them. He's, he's a defensive a, manager. He's quite a chill so, out, out guy. So he'll yeah. get them organised. They're not yeah. going to come out all guns blazing against us like they were under Gary under Gary Brazil on Saturday against Arsenal. And to be fair to Forrest, they look like they had some really good young players. I'm not sure how uh, often they play. A player called uh, Eric uh, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, like you say, people go elsewhere. <laughs> and scores an absolute worldly. Like, I think know. he scored one for Villa, I believe, against against Chelsea. In uh, 2012, I don't remember. Yeah, he did. We lost 4-2. But yeah, there's some good players, ex-Villa players knocking around, isn't there? Yeah. Robinson. Yeah, there's some good players. We'll talk about about Veritu and Amavi because we're Stevens. Brothers. Because we we touched on it. (laughs) Yeah. So Veritu actually has got, been getting rave reviews in in Italy and he's actually been voted in quite a... Quite a well, I can't remember the publications course, so it's not as well known to me, but it's quite a well known publication. It's one of the best signings there, there was in the summer in Italy. He's been performing well for Fiorentina, so he's but he didn't want to play at Villa, no. he didn't want to stay. No, when he was there, he was there at the worst time in Aston Villa's history. history. And all yeah. those players weren't bad players. And if you actually no. look back at it, I'd say Amavi, Veritu, well, Ghana, Ghana yeah. Ayo, they weren't the problem that season. No, the problem was the people that Tim Sherwood actually wanted to bring in. Jolly and Lescott. Richards, yeah. Rich, yeah. Although I feel Richard gets a bit of a, a hard time. I'm sure he doesn't want to be injured no. all the time. But no. I agree he wasn't great no. well, he, in that he season. He wasn't. Gested was brought in by Sherwood, not great. No, no. no. Although he's gone to Middlesbrough and not really pulled no, up any trees much. Yeah, either. I mean, so it's nice to be proved right about something. Yeah, I mean, what can you say? I mean, you've got to give Amavi a certain amount of credit for, for playing for his last season. Yeah, I think he deserves you big know, credit because he, he didn't deserved, have to. No, um, he he's certainly that there's a player, there's a really good player there, but he did he did have his fair share of of howlers in him as well. Oh, he had some real bad games. I, I always find season. I always find he like always mistimed the ball, he always like, jumped under it. He didn't have a great season. Out. People going about him defensively. But actually, he wasn't great going forwards last season. Well, Bruce kind of played him, and that's why Taylor was bought in. Remember, I was at Rotherham away, and Bruce played him. Um, played him uh, left left wing. Even then, he wasn't great going forward. So, no. and everyone always said, "Oh, he'd be good further good forward." forward but he, yeah. to me, he wasn't. He just had not. He just needed to move. I think people go elsewhere, and they do. Well, he'll go on to play for France. Oh, of course, full he will. team. 
I'm sure he'll be will. a regular left back for France. Of course, will. and as in well, the future. As well. Verita. Do you think Verita? He's not been capped yet, I don't believe. No. Well, he, he's, the, he's the French. <laughs> Mate, they've got everyone. everyone. Too many. I just, too I just, I just twigged on there. Too many, too many names. Too yeah. many names. At least they've got a guy called Pogba. Who's, who's not bad yet. They've got a pretty good tidy yeah, right. midfield. Let's talk about the Forest game. Now, a few people have said to me about momentum and that we'll have lost momentum because of the cup run. No, the cup those, game. Players, those players that played on I know, Saturday that's what I thought. possibly won't. I mean, by her hand, they won't be playing shouldn't so, affect them do you think Terry will play well I said do you like you know and somebody actually somebody actually tweeted us does Elphick keep his place I mean Bruce is the kind of guy that uh, that, that that likes to keep players in the team on merit no matter who you are you know, it's he, John Terry he, though but, it's, but it is John Terry you know what I mean and he's he's kind of like a player that we've never had before a, a player of that calibre um, with that CV that you know he's on big money You have to you have to play him you have to play him. For me, it's just kind of reassuring to know that that Elphick's there and Elphick's kind of well. He might not slowly. Be well, he's slowly becoming the player that we thought that we that we bought last season. Um, I think he'll be gone by the end of January. I don't know. We we can't afford to let him. I don't go. think we can, but I think we will. I think he'll want to go because he knows when Terry and Chester are fit, well, they're did, playing. But did you see that reaction after the Bristol game? I think that's just the kind of guy he is. There, mm. he won't. I don't think he'll be here at the end of January because I think now he's had a few good games. There probably was question marks over him on the summer for buying sides. But now I don't think those question marks will be there after seeing the last few games he's had. Well, he isn't going to go to Sunderland, does he? Because they were linked with him back in back in the summertime. I thought that would be a brave move if he went there. Be very brave. Well, in, in the state they're in now, Middlesbrough maybe, Pulis having a look, having a look at him. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But I'd keep him. I'd what keep would him. you do? Would you keep Alfie Kim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'd would you keep him. him in the team on um, Saturday? Yes, you would. I think I would too. Terry was just. Way off the pace, but and the that, only that's way against the League One side, I know. But the only way he's going to get back is by yeah, playing. Can we afford? Can we afford to, to put him back in and for him to make a mistake? Not, I'm not saying he'll make a mistake, but can we afford? Can, can we at this time? You know, we we need three points. We need wins. No, I know. The annoying thing is, just before he got injured, he was really settled. He was the oh, best he, player in the league, best was, defender in the league, certainly. And we looked rock solid, and, yeah. and we looked we looked um, like a real force. But do you think being next to Terry next to James Chester on Saturday is a different proposition oh, than Terry next oh, to course, James Breed? Even though it's a League One side, I see what you're saying. Of course it is. Yeah. Although I don't think Breed did much wrong. If I've got, I've got to be honest, he was. I feel, he, I feel for Breed. He went on a, an amazing run. Yeah. In the second half, I he feel went for him. He went through. I feel for him. He's a low move. There's another player. There's another great player in there. Do you think? Yeah. I yeah, honestly yeah. can't say I've seen enough of him to be able to know whether he's that good or not. But he put he did put on a good show on Saturday going forwards from centre back once yeah. or twice. Yeah. It's difficult. So I think for this game, tough game now, Forrest away. I think I'd keep Elf. I think I'd keep Elfie King. You just want to keep that balance. Two clean sheets. Yeah. I, I always think that the player that if you've got the shirt and you've done nothing wrong, and, that, and that's what Bruce you should on, you, you should know. keep it. My worry is we're going to do something silly and go to three at the back or something stupid like that to accommodate everyone. Mm, and I hope I to God we don't. I think he's learned a lesson there. Do you think? I think he has. Yeah. So I mean, do you think he's going to drop Elfie then? Even though he said himself that it's going to be difficult I think to, he shouldn't. I think he will, and I think it'll be the same team that played against Bristol, apart from Elphick. It's got to be. See, I've been crying out. And if is, is Hogan going to be fit though? Should be. Believe he should be. So I've been crying out for Terry to be back. I mean, I've been asking about it every week on Villa yeah. but like, is Terry coming back? Is Terry coming back? And now he's back. I think I've because of the last few games. I think he, he should start on the bench. And I wouldn't have thought I'd have said that a month or two ago. 
who knows? I mean, but as you said, you can't you can't bench someone like John Terry in, in in the championship. Can you not for one game when you think that we've got a winnable home game the week after? Maybe that's Barnsley. the more sensible one to put him um, in for. That's a good shout. Maybe keep him keep him out of the forest game, keep him out of the firing line. And then yeah, maybe can it, can he play in? A, is it like a, a, a behind closed doors friendly or something? I mean, I think like they can always organise games behind and then start being closed Barnsley. doors. I mean, I was surprised he played ninety minutes the other day actually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there was there was many surprises on Saturday. Yeah, there really was too many. Not of the many of them, not of the good. No variety. No. no. So far is now to put your neck on the line. Are we gonna? Are we gonna I mean, you love a lavish prediction. To be fair, uh, last time you were on here or last time you were on the phone, I think you predicted Villa to win. Villa to win the European Cup. A clean I think. sweep in September. Yeah. Um, I wasn't far off though. No, you well, missed. We, a, you missed a couple. Well, t- you got the first two wrong. Two, yeah, but there were draws. There weren't defeats. No. So but, you know, but the fact is, you weren't right. Yeah. Um, what do I think about Saturday? Who knows? I, I really don't know. You know I don't. Good. I don't know. You have um, to put your neck on the line and make a prediction. I can just. I can close my eyes and I can just see a massive gaff from somebody. Um, Probably Alfie. Now we just bigged him up. I think. I think we'll win it. Two nil. Two nil. Yeah, mm. and I think Hogan will score, and I think Grealish will score. Well, let's face it, if we play like we did against Bristol City, that we team... Can, we can beat anyone. ...will beat most teams. But what I will say is Bristol City really came at us, which doesn't happen very often. Well, first 20 teams minutes, don't often come at Villa. First 20 minutes of that game, we were looking we were looking a bit shaky and a bit poor. And then, you know, our stats on the night, you know, we just had a really good conversion rate. Like, you know, yeah, we, we, didn't really have that, did. we didn't have that many shots. It's six or seven on target, scored five. Yeah, clinical. So, you know, um, we were getting chances and we were taking them. You can't no, ask for much more. So. no. Let's hope they've got the same boots. I don't on. know much about Forest. I mean, I know, I know they've had a bit of a strange season. I know Warburton was sort of was was um, was looking to get them into the top into the top six with his with his record he had. He's a Bradford. good manager, Warburton. I'm not really sure manager. what's happened there. Um, there's a player who plays for them called um, Brett Brereton. Is he is he alone from Everton? Nah, no, that's Dow. Dow. Kieran Dow. Him, I like Dow and I like Brereton. Those two. For me, have stood out when I've when I've watched Forest. Brereton looks um, a very good player, actually. He scored against us last season, didn't he? Yeah, like last did, minute, yeah. And he just come on. He was ju- he literally broken broken into their into their like, you know, Set into up. their squad. Yeah. You know? Um. So yeah, I think I think we'll have enough. I think we've got enough experience. I think we have. I think we're streetwise. Um. We've got more than enough quality, and um. Yeah, and I think I think we'll still be on a high because if you look at our last league game, we won five nil and. Like say a lot of those players, ninety five percent of the players that played on on Saturday will not feature on on uh, on Saturday against Forest. I've just got memories of that game last season of a yeah, you just different. knew it. You know, no, I know we're you just knew it was team. coming. Now we're a different team. We're a different squad. We've got we've got a better mentality. We've got more confidence. Um, you know, players like Adoma, they're they're like new new signings for us. Him and him and Snorgas have been have been lethal. I think you know Hogan's looks like he's come back to a bit of form, although. You know, he hasn't just scored one goal, so we can't we can't think all of a sudden he's, he's going to go on a, a worldly run. But um, it's you know, football and sport. It's about confidence, and uh, I think our first eleven should have that in abundance. That we, eleven against Bristol is a very good side, very very good on, on paper, and it, it, it complements each other, and it showed, of course, in that Bristol City game. It showed that you, that's a good combination. What do you think? What score wise? Yeah, well, in general, like, what's your kind of yeah prediction? Uh, I probably have had to put my neck on the line. I'd probably say one one. Bit like the Leeds game. Defense. Bit like the Leeds game. And just yeah, now, Leeds are Leeds are a far better side than Forest though. I know, but you just think Forest may have been lifted 
that'd be like I said, though, they'll be compact. They're not going to come forward and have a real go. But that is sometimes what we struggle against. That's the other thing. Yeah. When teams sit back, we don't know what to do. We but kind of, yeah, with Grealish there now. He, I mean, that run that run for uh, for Snodgrass oh. as well. I mean, if that was Messi, if that was, as you always say, if that was anybody else in world football, that would have been all over Sky Sports. I mean, they didn't even show the whole run on the whole Yeah, I mean, he started literally from almost from the corner flag. He's an incredible Unbelievable, player. Unbelievable, like, unbelievable. People um, don't realise how good he can be, I think. I don't think. Maybe maybe that's his fault because he's maybe not shown it every time he's played. But I think there's well, it's Bruce City. He's had, what, he's had five, five, six managers in the last six years. Barely ever played number ten, except for that under team Sherwood. Never, never played in his correct position. Sherwood played him in his correct position. His correct position, and Sherwood was the only one that he kind of Instagrammed about whenever he left. Yeah. So obviously he got on very well yeah, with Tim Sherwood because Sherwood not. saw what potentially had. Um, he didn't look too upset when Remy Gard got no, the push. Not many did. Um, I think Bruce. I think Bruce knows that there's a real player, a real player. And as you said, he's he's kind of really like beefed out and really Do you like. Think Bruce does know there's a real player there because if you look back to last season, he barely picked him second half of the season. He was still. I don't know. He just do you think he was just trying to be too defensive. I do, and I think Grealish is is one of those luxury players, isn't he? Um, I think he. I mean, if you look at the Peterborough goal when he was on the pitch, third goal. He was the one who was furthest back. He ran the whole yeah, end of the pitch did. to try and defend. I think back. he, I think he actually works a lot harder than people give him credit yeah. for. Yeah, but his, his overall game is is that of a of a of a player that just kind of floats about and he plays. He picks out the nice pass. I and think you need players like that. Exactly. But whenever whenever Bruce came in, his remit was just to settle everything down, yeah. tighten everything up, and then build from the back. You don't build from the back with Jack Grealish. You build from the back with James, James Chester, yeah. Sam Johnson, and then you look. So I think now that he knows that we've got a we've got a settled back back five, including Johnson, a really settled midfield. Well, that's not, well settled in the sense that does Glenn Whelan come back into the squad then? Back into the team? He shouldn't do think, on Saturday. He shouldn't do because he's. I mean, he's coming for a fair bit of criticism. Um, he's the kind of player that does the stuff that never goes noticed. But the last two games against Derby and Brentford, and Brentford, he really, he really had a shocker, didn't he? I mean, let's be fair. I've been championing before. I think he had a very good. I think it was November. He had a very good November. Got man of the match, or maybe it was October. A couple it's, of times. Against Fulham as well. I was at that. Just remember, the guy's thirty-four years old. He's yeah. played pretty much every game, which I don't think was ever expected because I think they were going to rotate him. And Yedinak's been with Yedinak, yeah. so he's yeah. ended up playing more than he should. He's probably blowing. He had a December to forget. Oh, I can't. Well, we, we I can't all, dress we that all, up. We all did. I think. No, but he in particular yeah, had a December was. that he won't look back on. With any, any with any fondness, fondness no. but you'll come back in now and probably be a squad player rotating with Yednak as long as Yednak stays stays fit. So, to me, he served a purpose for oh, us that first half the, of the season. Yeah, and to have him to have someone like Glenn Whelan in your squad at this at this stage is is a is a is a good thing. Is a, is a positive thing. Good in the know? dressing room, I imagine. Exactly. The player, exactly. I know the players like him. The players definitely like him. Yeah, very popular so, body more. Um, all in all, Saturday. I mean, I, I don't know what the fans think. In the comments, I'm sure they'll let us know below. Um, be interesting. I think you know. I think I think we we, we go there full full of confidence, and I think we all just need to relax and not get. Is to, that the message? That's your press conference. Just relax. Just relax. Just relax and uh, stop giving everyone else within the Villa community stick. I mean, what? what How can we all just get along? How can we all just get along? Do you mean like you know peace, peace and love? Oh, that's that is your yeah. that is your message. You know what I mean? And if you're watching via video. You'll know what I mean <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I say that. Should we go? I, I did want to talk about Dr. Tony's tweet. What did you make I of that I didn't really tweet? understand it, to be honest. I'll get it up now. 
should have been prepared. I've had didn't really time to get this it, up. It was a bit like he never puts full stops. Oh, well, it was all just one big long. I think he's well. I think he's saying it's fine that Barry Fry made a mistake, but he's saying that part of what Barry Fry is saying. I think he's saying we do need to improve, and step by step we are getting there. I think he's making it. I think he's oh, while well, I'm reading into it, and I don't know anything. I'm reading that Villa is not as far along as his other businesses. No, but but it's football. I would, oh, one, it's football, which is very difficult. Two, I'd expect that because he's been in his other businesses for longer than he's been in oh, yeah. in Villa. So two years. I don't think well, it was. A few yeah. people were getting getting upset by this, saying he's lost interest. I mean, I was looking at some of the comments underneath. But it's like it's like every owner and every manager. You, you go into a football club and and you have to give it. You have to give it the big I am. You have to give it like the big. You know. Well, he did that, and he did that, and I think, you know, I don't think anyone realised how difficult that league would be. More so than than the fans. I mean, I knew it'd be tough. I knew it'd be tough, but I didn't know last season would be that tough. No. I mean, that was that was bleak. Last January, whenever whenever we we went on that run, I I really feared for us. I mean, I was texting you, going, I really fear for us, especially <laughs> after the Ipswich game at home last February. Oof. I never felt that we'd go down. But, you know, comp- the, you know, defeats just breed defeat, breed defeat, breed defeat. Oh, it was especially a bad time, with, bad time with, for sure. Especially with our fans as well and, and the atmosphere. I mean, I walked out, I walked out, I did the tour last last year with the lovely uh, Diane. Yeah. And uh, I walked out on onto the pitch and uh, I just sort of looked, looked up and looked around and thought, Wow, like huge! Yeah, you know, takes your breath away. Could could you imagine playing in that environment with thirty five, forty thousand people? You know, giving you all sorts of dogs. Oh yeah, I can. I mean, yes, football players get paid a lot of money, but at the end of the day, they're just they're they're, they're as human as everybody else. Yeah, you know, and it must have been really difficult. So. As fans, we have to do our job. I mean, if the players don't, uh, you know, I also get it that, that we need to see a bit more of the pitch, but we we have to get behind our team. Just have to. Like, we must. That's our job. Or else, what's the point? Yeah, and I've got to say, the atmosphere was dreadful. Well, on Saturday, even when we were one 0 up, there there was no, there was what's, nothing. What's the point? You know, if um, if you're not going to get get behind your team, what's what's the point in even even going along or even even calling yourself a fan? I mean, we all get frustrated, but got to stick with it. No, I think, and there's a, to be fair, we generalize, you're generalising a bit there. The, the, in, there's a lot of oh, Villa of fans that don't of do course, those things that you've, that you've said. Of course. Yeah. Let me say the pitch didn't look great. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm not sure what's happened there. I think it's just the weather wear and, and wear and tear. Yeah, to be fair, the weather has been worse this I mean, winter than it's ever been. And the snow yeah. isn't going isn't gonna to do it any favours at all. Um, at least it's got a week off now to recuperate. That's true. One piece of a strange rumour. I would say that's been going around today is that oh, Brighton a bit of a, a, a ding yeah, Brighton are preparing a three million pound offer for Keenan Davis, which quite frankly I cannot possibly see being true. And I said as much on social media, on Twitter, and the journalist that wrote the story, Duncan Wright, actually replied to me. So he said it was an exclusive Brighton preparing bid for Aston Villa talent Keenan Davis, to which I put exclusively wrong, which when I look back at it was probably a bit childish. <laughs> but I didn't think it ever acknowledge it but so, he, fair play to him he did come back to me and he says can take a tap from people so, all day long Dan and I'm pretty sure Villa aren't in the selling mood but you're supposed to be a journalist presenter on all things Villa how do you know whether Brighton fancy him or not which is fair I do not know that for fact but I'm pretty sure he doesn't know for fact either so I said that's fair I don't know but number one he signed a new just signed a new deal number two three million pound would be an insult and Brighton would know this 
Number three, they need goals. He's not a goal scorer. To which he said, can only go with what I've been told, Brighton end. Signing a new deal is only good so long as no offer comes in. Reckon they'd have to go a lot higher, but ultimately, every player has a price. But they've been linked with Dembele, aren't they, from Celtic? Which is bizarre, no, but he was linked with Chelsea. But he's more of the player I'd expect them to be oh, buying because he's a he's proven like he's a bit pacey. He's what they yeah, yeah, he's what yeah. Brighton are actually yeah. missing. Brighton surely they need a goal scorer. Aren't going to come for Keenan Davis. It's just it's just and they're not going to do it for three million. It's just nonsense paper talk, isn't it? I mean, I haven't replied to his last tweet, but what I, what I am going to say to him is that we see so much rubbish from red top papers nowadays that anything that comes out it doesn't seem believable. But this in particular doesn't seem believable no. to me. But you know, anybody can start a rumor. It just it's a click. Well, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, at the click of a tweet now, isn't it? You know, so. I mean, Deck Kings the AVFC said under, underneath three million for Davis. The fact is, English means the bidding starts at twenty million. I mean, yeah. I'd be shocked if we got twenty million for him. But what you say? I mean, this is a player as well that's been linked with Man U, Arsenal, Chelsea, not that long ago. They'd have certainly had to have paid more than three million, and that was before. That was before he signed a new contract. He was being linked with all those clubs. Yeah. Well, that's you know. Let's just see what he does. He hasn't done enough. He had to warrant a move. I think he's done what we could have expected from him. If I'm being honest, oh, he's, not, he's, he's been, not he's not been, a regular goal scorer, but he's yeah. not ready for not ready for Premier League. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought. Very, very raw. Uh, should we get the question? We do the yeah, do some, questions. Some crackers, like have yeah, we have had some good ones. Mainly provoked by your presence, I will <laughs> I will say. Let's go with the first one. Bud. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, for those of you uh, not watching via YouTube, and as you are that are watching via YouTube, Chris is very incognito. He doesn't like to make. A show, as you can tell by the way he dresses and his and his hair. But Bud Music's in a picture and says, "In view of such a worldy of a haircut, does it feel good to be have yeah. a worldy haircut?" It's nice to get a bit of love. I don't think that's ever been levelled at me on the podcast. And he's definitely not been levelled at Tom. Having no. a worldy of a haircut. Who do we feel had the best Villa Barnet of all time and in the current side? Well, I I think Bran Little. Without a doubt, I think it was like 75, 76. Quite similar to this do you've bit, got going on here. Longer than mine, like, but I mean, what, what a haircut. Why don't you try and have it a bit more I've like that? I've had it, yeah, have you? I'm 31, mate, you mean? It doesn't matter. No, it does, it does. And Brian Little's in his, in his 60s, I presume, and I bet he'd like to have that haircut back. Yeah, you, just, you start looking a little bit daft. Oh, okay. Not, not that I don't look daft already, but you start to look even more I don't think you look daft. More silly. Very um, unique and the, shouldn't take anything to heart. The current crop, it's got to be, got to be Jackie I like you did there, crop. Nice. Current, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. Oh, did you mean it? I thought you did. No, no. Um, it's got to be Grealish, isn't it, really? Cause He's the rest Grealish. Of my, the rest of my, well, I had a, used to have a bit of a Grealish yeah. going on about a year ago. That's gone now. I've changed this bit subtle, bit more subtle. Well, that's it, man. A bit more subtle. That is not subtle. Um... I, th- I quite like the fact. I quite like Lansbury's new new shaved head look. Yeah. I think he looks quite good. Yeah. But he's a, a handsome man, Lansbury the wife. Well, anything quite likes Lansbury. Anything's better than than his than his cornrows that he was having. Oh, his cornrows! It's just not on. Don't it? do that again. Not, they were absolutely no. awful. But the wife does quite like Lansbury. She's not commented on his new hair actually. I'm going to I'm going to go best Barney. I'm going to go for uh, of all Back time. I'm going to go for Ginola. Oh yeah, stunning. Those locks. Beautiful. You cannot. You cannot. Was it Head and Shoulders? Oh yeah. Was it L'Oreal? No, head and shoulders, I think. I think it was L'Oreal. Was it L'Oreal? I think it might have been L'Oreal. Let us know in the comments yeah. if you know which, yeah. which shampoo brand. I think Joe Hart's head and shoulders, isn't it? Yeah, it, was, well, it, him and, it was him and McAteer were the two. McAteer's head and shoulders? Oh, of L'Oreal? No, I think McAteer was head and shoulders. I think it's L'Oreal. And then maybe Because I'm worth it. Yeah, That's Ginola. McAteer was definitely head and shoulders. Because they, they were the same Ginola type. was L'Oreal because was I'm it? worth yeah, it. Yeah, 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 of course. So I'm going to go with him. You can't knock those looks. And he was keeping on the, fa- the family theme of people liking football. My mum. Used to very much like yeah. David Ginola. Every, every mum likes. I met met David Ginola once. Went to his yeah. book signing in Sutton Coldfield, oh, yeah. and 
I was in a queue to get my book signed, and then the person before me turned up with loads of gifts and stuff for him. So like she was giving him all these presents and shampoo he was and stuff. And, well, I can't remember if it was shampoo. I think he probably had enough of that. But he, she, he was loving it. This woman turned up with loads of gifts for him, giving him all this stuff, get us her book signed, and I rock up next to nothing. I don't have anything. I just wanted the book to be signed. So that's my little David Ginola. I think I've said his name about four different ways as well since we've been doing well, I haven't this any, podcast. Uh, any stories about no? him? So, no, never met him. To be fair, that's shocking that I've met <laughs> a celebrity that you haven't met. I find that very difficult well. to, be- to believe. Uh, There's some other good ones on here. Yeah, I'm just going through it now. Villa Mad, Ross McCormack, scoring for fun in the A-League. Should we recall him? Nope. No? No, well, no. His, his attitude stinks. That's true. By all accounts. And he's under absolutely... He's, he's at no pressure over there anyway. I mean, it's a doddle over there, like, you know. I, oh, I, I got play, some I hate for it. saying that, Chris, but you've got to be careful <laughs> with, with what you say because this will always be there for people to look back no, on. that's true. Um, no, I don't think so. And that's my that's my answer in, in a nutshell. I don't think him and... I think Bruce, his and Bruce's relationship is probably irreparable at After this stage. Happens, but do you not yeah. think if we're spending... We're looking to get a striker in. I think it's no secret that we're looking to get a striker in, although I don't think I'd we rather, need one. People striker. are arguing, no, but I'd, we've I'd, got a £12 million striker there. Well, whose value is on the decline? Twelve million pounds. Rather, well, he cost I'd us rather, twelve million. I'd rather start um, Hepper Murphy myself. Yeah. he's he's shown real glimpses of. of I think that's, that's that's what I said. I don't think we actually pace. need. I don't think we need a striker no. at all. Well, I'd, we could do with we could do with um, we could do with maybe someone slightly experienced just to help help along the other lads because um, you can't rely on on a Doma and you certainly can't rely on. Hogan, because we, we, we don't know how, how fit he's going to be. And then Davis doesn't score that many, and then you got Murphy. So, Gabby? Oh, come on. The Blues game's coming up, oh, you know. He'll on. be back, be primed, yourself. ready to get back from the loft. Be it yourself. For that, for that game, for sure. Moving through some more. Matt Rudd, Tishy Bowler, can you say any way back for him? Loan out again, I'll let him try and find some form in the under-23s. Well, he scored attitude, the under-23s. You think attitude yeah, think again? So, yeah. You know what MK Dons and, and, uh, and get... And get and get sent back, you know. If if something you know something wasn't wasn't going right, um, and by all accounts he had an absolute he, he had one good game for them. And then apart from that, he apparently he just had a a stinker week in week out. Um, but I I think again I think he's a I think he's a good he's a good player. I think he's got something there, but I think he's just a little bit. He's part of that crop that um, doesn't know what proper hard work is. I think he thinks he's made it, and I think he thinks he's like you know. He's, he's got the he's got the big paycheck and the nice car and and the uh, the Bouton shoes and I think that's him. I think he's pretty much. You want to see more hard work? I want to see a bit more graft. graft. Yeah. Well, he's going to have to graft, I think, if he wants to make it at Villa. But he's on a pretty big contract. He's got a few years left on that contract. Yeah. But if he wants to make it Villa, he'll have to work hard because he's exactly. way down exactly. the pecking order exactly. at the moment. Wayne Homer. With fans yet again split over Bruce after Saturday's result, oh, I don't think that's ever gonna. Going to change. No. What side would you have you put out for the game without the benefit of hindsight? I was actually surprised at how strong the side was. I would have no, gone I was too. I would have gone younger. I would have put in Doyle Hayes. I would have put in Murph, Murphy. I would have started um, Suleiman. Yeah, the back. Um, and I would have, I would have had a lot more of the youth in there um, alongside Green and Terry. Uh, so I was surprised at how strong. I was. I mean, kind of. I mean, for starters, I, I wouldn't I mean, have risked Torahan. No, that wouldn't have been something no. that that I'd I'd have done. And I wouldn't have played O'Hare right midfield either, because that does not suit him. No. Although he made a good fist of it and had a decent game, probably one of our better outfielders. To me, he like really has to play ten. Yeah, yeah. When he plays quite a lot, Wayne, he always asks 
good questions. Good questions. I, I quite I don't like. know, but... can imagine sitting around the pub yeah. with Wayne. Follows you. Should follow him yeah, back, Chris. You're going to have to now because I've just called, called you out. It looks mm. like a... I'd like to go for a drink with Wayne. Yeah. Talk I'll about ask, football. Ask, it looks like a coach. Looks like a coach as well. Yeah. He always always makes valid points on Twitter, I think. Kieran Hand, top three contenders for that Aston Villa goal of the we season so far we on the way, in. the way in. Well, we didn't because I said I wasn't going to well, tell we, you. We, we were going to and then you, yeah. you oh, shut well, me off. Because yeah, I wanted um, it to be a surprise now, a genuine surprise. You picked three? Yeah. Have you? Gone yeah. in? Shoot. Um, Mine's in no order, by the way. I haven't thought about which one's the best. Order. All gone in. Start with number three. Number three is Adoma against Burton. Purely because that that build up was okay. sensational. Fair. The finish wasn't wasn't great, but the build up was. The finish was weird. I'm still not really sure weird. I know it what sort happened. Of, sort of scuffed it. Yeah. And the keeper went the wrong. But yeah, but yeah. the build up was just. Okay, Brad, not forget that night. Um, and closely followed behind that fourth, I just go for it. Was the fourth in that game where Chester like spun round, played it to Snodgrass, Snodgrass to Hogan. Oh yeah. Skip through. Oh, you've really done your research. Over yeah. to over to Onama and then boom, that was a real. Or you've, just, or you've just watched the Burton game. Um, while you were getting the yeah. memory oh, card. Yeah. Um, and then her hands free kick against Forrest. Hang on, you've got one more left, I think, because you said the other one was fourth, didn't you? You missed fourth, one. And then third was the um, was the yeah. Doma goal. So next. Second yeah. is the her hand oh, free sorry, kick against, um, against Forrest. What's first? Andre Green. Andre Green? Yeah. Against Norwich. We've gone for fairly. What a stunner that was. Fairly the same. I've no age to be dragged yeah. across and. Yeah, it was a good goal. Oh. A shame that he got injured so soon yeah. after he did, but it's good, good to see finish. him back. Yeah. On Saturday, I've if gone... If, if, if you're watching Andre... I yeah, don't think he top, watches. Top goal. Man. Top goal. I've gone for uh, Snodgrass's goal, the third, against Bristol City, just because of Grealish's run. Oh, yeah, And yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, it was a really yeah. good yeah. touch and, and finish. Inside, yeah, yeah, it was a very yeah, clever yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. I've gone for that one. I went for Horahan again. Just the importance of it, you know. Forrest as well, the free, free kick, and I'll probably I'd say Green's. As well was well, the top goal of the season. Yeah, and again, whatever everyone else thinks, it'd be great to see what whatever else is top. Yeah, top three are. Uh, Wayne Homer asked about John Terry, as well. Mister Aston Villa, Villa first. He says, "Do loan signings get a rough ride when things don't go well? All of a sudden, I see Honor is useless. Send him back, etc. On the other hand, I wonder if Tish had a bad run and got treated poorly. Looked decent in the under twenty threes yesterday. So good to see that he was looking decent and put the effort in. Yeah. In the under twenty threes, I, I kind of agree with what he's saying there because I don't think Onam is useless. No, he's, he's been not. a very important, not very important. He's been an important player to the he squad. Scored, scored three goals this, this season. season. I mean, he loves a deflection. I think all yeah. his goals have been def- deflections except for one. It's just, it's difficult. Just I, don't really, don't really know where he plays. Well, I don't think we're playing him in the right position. Is he number ten? Is he a centre mid? You know, what's his best position? So I was at the QPR away game and he played ten. And he was awesome. See, I was at the Fulham game at home and he played... Did he play at number 10 there? He's brilliant. He was brilliant anyway. He's a good player, player on him. I don't know why. He's got a great end on him. This is one of the problems with Villa, Villa fans and maybe football fans in general. People are either amazing, really bad or amazing. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be any in between. I think on him has done decent, done as much as we could have expected. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'll be honest and say I didn't know who he was. I hadn't heard of him when he came in. Yeah. So, well... Luke Redding here. As we don't need to buy many, if any, players this window, do you think attention should turn to extending contracts of current players? I'll tell you what, we'll answer that next week because I would need to do some research mm. on yeah, when contracts expire. I think Greenwich will probably only have two years left after this season, so we probably want to have a look at a look at that off the top off the top of my head. Also, what was yours and Chris's favourite goal of 2017? So we've done the top three for the season. My favourite goal was actually last season. In terms of in terms of quality of goal, 
I've gone for Grealish away at Fulham mm. and the atmosphere when that went in. We'd gone, we were playing with 10, 10 men. Yeah. It was just such a good goal, I thought. Ah, do you know what I've gone for? Go it's on actually on. With Grealish against Wigan. That was 2016, Chris. You've got to listen to the question. It's like being, it's so like having Tom Julian back in the room. It's a bit back at school. You've been, um, you've been so, so solid. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's definitely like having Tom Julian in the room now. I like Codger's goal against Wednesday when he dragged it in. Was that at home? At home, yeah. Won that 2 0. Was that when Hogan played a nice through ball and he made yeah, the top corner finish? I love this finish against against Burton outside of the boot. That was a stunner. Yeah. That was a lovely goal. Oh, we miss him, don't we? Oh. We'd like to get him back. Yeah, yeah. But it's not going to happen. No. Uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a good question. Tatler, and we do have a couple of Wolves fans actually that listen here. So we've got Tatler. He's a not Villa related, but general football related question. I'd like to know your opinion on how Wolves have gone about their business utilising their close relationship with George Mendes. Can you see more t- teams utilising super agents like this in the future? Um, well, yeah. I think- I think what they're doing is very close to the bone, but they're getting away getting away with it because it's not, again, it's not Somebody illegal. Somebody raised the point on Twitter as well. I think it was in one of, in this conversation about um, about the fact that they they know they're gonna they're going up. Well, they so do now. So they can afford to to put bids in of 35, 40 million pounds and not be hit with the FFP because they can they can afford it and they can justify it because they're they're going up. Also, they've loaned a lot of people with views to a permanent, so a lot of their good players they haven't yeah. actually paid a fee for. It's a bit like your man who plays yeah. for uh, PSG. Um, I forgot his name. Mbappe. Mbappe. Yeah, so, so he's, he's a low because they don't want to get hit by financial fair play. With a view, with a view to, with a view to purchase. Um, yeah. Yeah. Listen, fair play to Wolves. Absolute credit where credit's due. They've been um, they've been unbelievable, and they've absolutely ripped that league apart. Um, and he's been brilliant. He's he's been a breath of fresh air, hasn't he? Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm worried about you. Oh God, I thought you were gonna just. I'm just watching Chris navigate the computer screen here. I was really worried that he was gonna press the cross button, which would have been an absolute disaster at the end of the podcast. Going to end on a on a happier question, and I've lost it now. Kieran Conrad Powell. He's asked, "What's the most disappointing, most happy you've been as a Villa fan, excluding relegations, cup win wins, losses?" So I'm going to just focus on the happy mm. and end on a. End on a high note. What's the happiest you've been as a Villa fan, excluding cup wins? You're going to say the semi-final, aren't you? No. Not the no. Liverpool semi-final? No. It's probably the happiest uh, I've been. In recent time, yeah, but um, probably that, that run under O'Neill when we, we, we won like seven games in a row away, away. from home. Yeah. Went to Blackburn and beat them like 4-2 four, four and we were just, it was just so, you know, kind of felt proud. Not, not that I'm not proud already, but like, we just kind of had a real sense of like, yeah, Villa, we're, we, you know, we looked like a, like a real, like a real team, a real threat. Um, but as always, we kind of blew it in the end. Um, that yeah, doesn't sound like Villa. '96 was pretty amazing. Number what's that in my front room? Um, 2000, actually, did the semi against Bolton was pretty, pretty amazing. Um, uh, the penalties. Phil, ah, do you know what it is? Yeah. Phil King against Inter Milan. I think I've told a bad story about Phil King on here before. I can't remember if I've told it or not, but I've met him. He was not very nice to us, me no? and mates. No? He was with Dean Saunders uh, and Neil Lamptey. Oof, that would have And we saw, we saw them over the road. Me and my mates went over to get the ball, the football signed, Dean back, Saunders. Back day, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean Saunders signed it. Neil Lamptey was very friendly, signed the ball, signed autographs. And Phil King just looked at us and went, no autographs today, lads. Was that just after he scored that goal? Yeah, in and I thought, well. you. I mean, I was only young, so I probably didn't think that. I was probably just... Amazed to have met Dean Saunders and Neil Lamptey, to be fair. Yeah. But yeah, that I look back on that and think that's bizarre. Yeah. 
Especially when your mates are signing autographs. Yeah, strange. But that penalty was just like, wow, wow. I mean, what a game that was. I remember it. Yeah, I mean... I was on a milk crate, probably. Keegan's commentary as well. You know, there's unbiased commentary. Yeah, you beauty. That was a um, so Europe, Europe, even though you oh, was taken really seriously then, wasn't it? Great times. So you couldn't play, couldn't play Irish players, could you? Back then, you could only play three foreigners, and Irish yeah, players counted right. as well. So we had like, <laughs> that's, that's probably right. why Phil yeah, King yeah. was playing, actually. Yeah. 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 Uh, really weird. I'm just trying to think what my. Because we all know the, the semi against. Yeah, he's special. right. He said that he specifically asked not to include Cup as well. Probably say that. Remember that start of the season when we were top of the league under John Gregory? Oh, yeah. I'd probably say that because I was at school. P- Paul Merson came Big in. Villa fan. Paul Merson came in. came in. We had a really good English core. It was, pretty much everyone was English except yeah. for Bosnich, Bosnich. Yeah. in goal. And then Bosnich got injured and that was probably what cost us, actually. Yeah. In the end, it was just a really good team with players that I look back on with real fondness. Southgate, Ekiog, oh, Barry, Taylor, Hendry. It was just Gary a really Charles. good... Gary Charles, I don't think I look back on him with particular fans. He used to be a guy who sat next to me. He used to just spend the whole game laying into Gary Charles. And when he scored, he was like this because he was so embarrassed. He was once. quality, Gary Charles. Do you think? Yeah. I don't remember him being that great. His debut, was his debut against Wimbledon, um, Tommy Johnson. He was just bombing forward. And... I remember him setting up some goals in that game because that was yeah. on Villa's social media the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was probably my happiest memory. I had quite a proud moment on Saturday, actually. Quite self-indulgent. This, but Go I'm gonna. On, I'll tell the story because I think it's quite a happy story and a nice story about family mm-hmm. and Villa. So obviously, I do my Facebook stuff. Do you? Yeah, with uh, with uh, Ian Taylor. I took my dad along with me to meet Ian Taylor because Ian Taylor is one of my dad's favourite yeah. players. Well, so I took my dad along to meet him, and it was just a, a nice thing to be able to do to enable my dad to meet one of his heroes. As yes. it's my dad who got me into yeah. into Villa, and he's the only he's the reason I'm a Villa fan and why I'm so obsessed with it. Yeah. Today, so I just thought that was just a nice moment for him to meet his hero, my That's my right. hero. But it's all good. I mean, you know, I've met you through through Villa. I've met my good friend Karen through Aston Villa. Um, got to know some of the players and doing this. It's all like, it's all. Great. There is a lot of positives, isn't it's there? But as Villa fans, I think we dwell on the negatives quite a lot. But there is a lot it's all of good. positives. It's all good. And really, there is more important things going on in the world of course there than is. football in and general. Deep down, you know, I think we all quite like the fact that whenever we go into a bar or, or meet somebody and. And we tell them that we're a Villa fan. They're they proud. They all go, really? So, yeah. you know, you're kind of like a one-off. You're definitely <laughs> a one-off. And hopefully you've been on the podcast isn't a one-off. Another another no. good performance from you. Thanks, mate. I'd say, Philly, especially at such light notice. It's worth knowing that Tom didn't really drop this on us well, I was having until a, the last minute. Well, I was having a few days. I was having yeah. a snooze. Good job. And you, you text me. We soon, you soon woke up when you knew you were going to be on, yeah. on the Villa View. So thank you very much for coming Pleasure. and joining me because it would have been you. pretty boring. <laughs> on my own if I'm being honest and I don't think anyone would have listened to it quite frankly but yeah thank you for sticking with us and listening to the Villa View podcast if you could pop a review on iTunes that would be absolutely fantastic if you listen via that medium and comment below with your thoughts on some of the subjects that we've discussed I realise the FA Cup is going to be quite a tetchy subject but do let us know your thoughts in the comments obviously everyone has different opinions that's what makes football so so great and why we all love the game so much there'll be a match preview coming up for Forest in the next few days we may do a match reaction video as well afterwards if we can apologies there was no fan cams on Saturday but I was there but I didn't have a cameraman available so I couldn't do both so there was no no cameraman available on Saturday but it's probably best that we didn't do one in the end because we don't want to dwell on it thanks very much for watching and listening stick with the channel stick with the villa up the villa Sports Social Podcast Network
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.